And now, the best of J Sharp in the morning on Extra 90.5. Ooh. Hi, I'm Jay Sharp, and this is the best of Jay Sharp in the morning on Extra 90.5. Basically, this little half-hour program distills the best of what I offer through the week on our sister station, Classic Rock 107.9. Now, those of you who have listened to my show in the past might be thinking, the best of Jay Sharp? <laughs> who are they kidding? The best of Jay Sharp? Isn't that an oxymoron? Well, yes, you'd be right. But as my mother always said, Jay, you put the moron in oxymoron. <laughs> she also said, get your toes out of your nostrils and quit washing yourself like a cat. But that's a story for another time. I'm happy to have some special guests on the show today, including a man who was very good friends with the late, great John Candy. And he'll be sharing some stories about the funny man a little later on. But first, Megan P. Murphy, we are joined now by a special guest. What's going on? A special someone, someone you know quite well. He is no more than a broadcast legend who once rubbed shoulders with Little John Maryzine in the Peterborough area. <laughs> His name is Mike Melnick, a.k.a. the chairman, and I would like to welcome him to the Big Breakfast as our new special feature, special guest on a segment we call Chairman's Corner. So you've run out of ideas. Yeah. Chairman's Corner, we're talking to the man we call the chairman. Chairman's Corner, we're talking to the man. Mike Melnick. What's going on, Mike Melnick? I don't know why I'm here. I have no idea why you find this interesting or what I can add to the show. I think you're delightful. Yeah, and Jay tells me you're delightful, which means I want to learn if you're delightful, and I think the people should understand why you're delightful. If I'm delightful, why do you abuse me so much, Jay Sharp? That's how I show my love. <laughs> First of all, I want to know, why are you called the chairman? How did you get to be called the chairman? I don't know. I think Jay Sharp has the answer to that. Mike Melnick became chairman to me because Mike is a big fan of Frank Sinatra and the Rat Pack. And so we started referring to ourselves as the Rat Pack over the course of doing Boys Weekends. And I oh. thought it would be fun if we all took on various roles of the Rat Pack. So I'm Dino. I'm I Dino. wanted to be Dino. You did want to be Dino, but I took yeah. that one. <laughs> <laughs> we we uh, made our buddy John Eaton, the blonde-haired, blue-eyed guy of the, of the group, Sammy Davis Jr., naturally. <laughs> naturally. I love Frank Sinatra for sure, and I, I don't mind the chairman. Although Dino was the cool guy, I think. He's the only one who could say no to Frank Sinatra. Right. <laughs> And, and Jay Sharp's uh, lovely wife, uh, Ange, well, her name's Sue, but she's the Angie Dickinson of the group. Right. Call her Ange. So who would Megan Murphy be then, Mike Melnick, um, in this I'm Rat Pack scenario? Well, how, about, um, how about one of the... Uh, jo oh, Joey Bishop? No, Joey Bishop, uh, no. She, she has to be a female character, so... Thank I'm, you, finally. That uh, never occurred to me. I was waiting for one of you to notice. <laughs> Weren't there a lot of uh, other women who hung around the Rat Pack besides Angie Dickinson? Marilyn Monroe? Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. Choice. Yeah, you could be Marilyn. Thank you. Nice. I love the chairman. Great. Now sing happy birthday to the chairman. <laughs> 
nice and slow. <laughs> You're listening to the best of Jay Sharp in the morning on Extra 90.5. Up next, we have a very special guest who was a costume designer and cast member of one of the greatest Canadian television shows of all time, SCTV. SCTV is about to celebrate their 40th anniversary, and there are talks that the surviving cast members may get together to mark the occasion. Now, as you may have heard, last week was the 22nd anniversary of the death of John Candy. A very sad anniversary indeed. But it's truly an honor and a treat to have John Candy's good friend and co-worker, Jewel Hallmeyer, join us to share some stories about the legendary comedian. Ladies and gentlemen, Jewel Hallmeyer of the Jewel Hallmeyer Dancers. <laughs> In Showbiz Gems with Jewel. He's the costume king. He's the warlock of wardrobes. He's the namesake behind the Jewel Hallmeyer dancers from SETV. Jewel Hallmeyer, how are you? Thank you very much. Happy to be here. So, Jewel Hallmeyer, I wanted to talk about uh, a former co-worker of yours, seeing as uh, Halloween marked the 65th birthday, what would have been John Candy's 65th birthday. Yeah. Uh, you worked with John uh, quite a lot over the course of your career. Yeah. When did you first start working with him? Was it in the early se- or mid seventies? Uh, mid seventies. Yeah. The first time was on the uh, David Steinberg show. So I can't imagine. Uh, I know that the world certainly still misses John Candy. If you look at the Facebook posts that came up over the over the weekend, it's very touching to see. Yeah. But I imagine that uh, it hits pretty close to home for you. Yeah, I mean, being in the presence of someone like John was always incredibly special, you know. Uh, There was no pretense about him whatsoever. Uh, What you see on screen is the warmth that is the man, you know. Whether he was in a good mood or in a bit of a bad mood, it didn't matter. He was always just John, and it was just such a huge thrill and pleasure to be around him. I wanted to uh, talk about a couple of memories you have about John Candy as we mark the uh, what would have been his 65th birthday. I thought you could share a story about uh, how you became involved in working with him on his uh, Calgary shoot for Cool Runnings. Oh God, that was so amazing. <laughs> John called me out of the blue and I was about to start on a comedy pilot here and he said, I need you here right away. I said, where are you and what are you doing? He says, I'm in Calgary doing uh, a movie called Cool Runnings. And I said, well, when do you start shooting? And he said, tomorrow. And I said, John, I'm starting a pilot here tomorrow. He said, cancel it. Get on a plane and get over here. I need you here. I said, well, what's involved? And he said, well, five weeks on the uh, gliding hill here in Calgary and then five weeks in Jamaica. He said, here's Disney's number, call him, tell him what your uh, weekly design rate is, add a couple of bucks, tell him you need this much per diem, and I need you here. So I canceled the pilot. I got the uh, tickets to go to Calgary. What John just wanted, he had a whole troop of people there being the star that he was. He had his managers there. He had a personal um cook there he had the guy from the argonauts there the trainer to work out with him but he wanted someone that he was comfortable with to be his dresser and keep his continuity that was all so it was nothing for me it was a piece of cake it was just a joy 
an absolute joy to hang with John, and he wasn't even on in the first 14 days, I think. So we just hung out in this trailer and went shopping, and <laughs> John was really funny, because I had never played poker or dominoes before in my life, and we played dominoes and poker in his trailer when he was on, and I kept winning, even though I didn't have a clue as to what I was doing. And that was really pissing him off. We were playing for nickels, I think it was. And he was getting really upset <laughs> in a very childlike way. You know, just uh, not really angry, but uh, playing the game well. Uh, because he never won a game. <laughs> That's the classic beginner's luck right there. You learn the game and you just start winning, eh? <laughs> exactly, yeah. Too funny. Despite mercilessly taking poor John for every nickel that he had, Jewel doesn't sound very remorseful, does he? Join us for the next installment of Showbiz Gems with Jewel as we continue to talk about the late, great John Candy. Once again, you're listening to the best of Jay Sharp in the morning on Extra 90.5. Before we take a break, I'd like to share with you a little something I call Jay's Joke of the Day. A Frenchman, an Englishman, and a Canadian were captured by cannibals. The chief approached the man and said, I have good news. And I have bad news. The bad news is, now that we've caught you, we are going to kill you. We will put you in pot, cook you, eat you, and then we're going to use your skins to build canoe. The good news is that you can choose how to die. The Frenchman said, I shall take the sword. And the chief gave him a sword. And the Frenchman yelled, Viva la France! And ran himself through. Then the Englishman said, Yes, a pistol for me, old boy. The chief gave him a pistol. The Englishman pointed it at his head and said, God save the Queen! Then the Canadian said, Give me a fork. The chief was puzzled, but he shrugged and handed the Canadian a fork. And immediately, the Canadian took the fork and started stabbing himself all over. The stomach, the sides, the chest, everywhere. The chief was appalled and asked, What are you doing? And the Canadian yelled, To hell with your canoe! This is the best of Jay Sharp in the morning on Extra 90.5. We're going to take a little break, but up next, we share part two of our chat with Jewel Hallmeyer of SCTV about the late, great John Candy. And another regular on the show, and I mean regular, John Savvy Savoy will join us in the Fireside Studio. Welcome back to the best of Jay Sharp in the morning on Extra 90.5. <laughs> Much of the material from this program comes from a show I do on our sister station, Classic Rock 107.9. Weekday mornings, Monday to Friday. Now, it's appropriate I use the word sister because one of my co-hosts on the show is like a sister to me. Her name is Megan P. Murphy, and she joins me daily for some delightful chit-chat about this, that, or something equally inane. People often ask me what the P stands for in Megan P. Murphy's name, and here's the truth. The P stands for Philip, Patrick, Percival, Peter, Paul, and Mary. Megan P for short. We're chatting with Megan P. Chatting with Megan P. P. We're chatting 
With Megan P, that's Megan, Philip, Patrick, Percy, Peter, Paul, and Mary. It's a new GPS system that uses the voice of Darth Vader. <gasps> that is cool. Forget the cure for cancer. We have a winner, ladies and gentlemen. Well, wait, a couple things. Is it a fake James Earl Jones or is it James Earl Jones? That's what I want to know. I don't know. I don't know about that. That's a good question because only James Earl Jones can do Darth Vader. Oh, yeah. Now, my other question is, do you trust the directions? Because he is like the Prince of Darkness giving them to you. (laughs) Actually, I don't think it gives you any directions. It just says, use the force. (laughs) 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 And if you don't, then then your uh, car just stops working. (laughs) if you actually manage to find your way to your destination he says impressive most impressive but you are not a jedi yet (laughs) are you the voice (laughs) that's is that a good uh, darth vader impression yeah do it again impressive most impressive (laughs) but you are not a jedi yet Something like that. That's pretty good. Tell me now. You have arrived at Walmart. Say that. (laughs) Okay, hold on. Despite the efforts of the Rebel Alliance, you have arrived at Walmart. I'm buying it. (laughs) We're chatting with Megan P. Chatting with Megan P.P. We're chatting with Megan P. That's Megan, Philip, Patrick, Percy, Peter, Paul, and Mary. Not only can you get Darth Vader to be a voice on your GPS, TomTom, the company putting these out, is adding C-3PO, Yoda, and Han Solo to their catalog (laughs) over the next four months. How could you possibly follow directions from Yoda? They'd be backwards. They'd literally be like, (laughs) I can't even do it. I can't even do an impression. Do Yoda. (laughs) Do it. Um, okay, Yoda giving directions. It's going to be terrible. <laughs> You're going to hate this. <clears throat> Driveway. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Driveway back out, you say. That's no. pretty good. Was it? Yeah, that was pretty good. Better than the first one I was doing where he was somehow from the Bronx. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, corner. Left turn take, you must. Did you just do that? Yeah. Jay, that's amazing. Where did it come from? What part of your brain did you just conjure that up? Did that sound like Yoda? Yeah. I'd have never done a Yoda impression before. I was a good Yoda. Thank you. (laughs) At corner, left turn you take. (laughs) (laughs) Do Chewbacca. Seriously, I can't believe you can do that. I know. I don't know. I didn't know I could do it either. Do it again. Do or do not. There is no try. (laughs) (laughs) I want Yoda to say my name. (laughs) Yoda, say my name. Megan P. Murphy, you are. Hi, Yoda. So nice to meet you. And meeting you. Nice it is. Yoda, do you want to come live in my GPS? 
this. <laughs> You're listening to the best of Jay Sharp in the mornings on Extra 90.5. Next up, we have part two of our chat about the late, great John Candy, whose death was marked by the 22nd anniversary last week. Yeah, it's hard to believe, but John Candy passed away on March 4th, 1994. His friend, co-worker, and collaborator on the classic Canadian TV show SCTV joins us for another story about John. Ladies and gentlemen, Jewel Hallmeyer of the Jewel Hallmeyer Dancers. In Showbiz Gems with Jewel. John Candy would have been 65 years old this year, and his good friend and co-worker, Jewel Hallmeyer, has been sharing stories with us about the funny man. Jewel, last time you were on, you talked about spending time with John in Calgary dur- during the shoot for Cool Runnings, and there was a funny incident that happened during that trip that I was hoping you would share. It was about uh, going to see a mutual friend of yours performing live near the shoot. Can you share that with us? Oh, yes. Oh, oh God, yeah. One day driving home from set, I saw this uh, hotel on a strip there, and on the uh, marquee outside, it said, Tonight, starring Ian, <laughs> Ian Thomas. So I thought, oh, shit, Ian's in town. we got to go see him. So I told John... And he said, of course we have to go see Ian. So he booked the limo, and uh, we got all dressed up. <laughs> and we went down to this hotel, which was a du- turned out to be a dump. I should have checked it out closer before I told John that Ian was in town. <laughs> and we get there, and it's this huge ballroom with an empty stage and one drunk couple sitting at one table in front of the stage. And... All of a sudden, the uh, announcer comes on and says, Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Ian Thomas. And John and I are standing at the back of the room, and this guy comes out, but of course it's not Ian. And John turns to me, and he says, Jewel, that's not Ian. (laughs) I said, Oh my God, John, I realized that. I'm so sorry. Jewel. That is not Ian Thomas. <laughs> and I said, how is that even allowed in the, uh, you know, in the music, musicians union? Jewel, I don't care. That is not Ian Thomas. <laughs> and no one recognized John. There wasn't anybody there. So it was just an out-of-body experience. <laughs> <laughs> and we went back to John's hotel, and we ordered uh, Jamaican jerk chicken. Well, it sounds like you salvaged the night anyway. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> he never let me live that down. Does the real Ian Thomas know that story? Uh, I don't know. I just contacted him on Facebook. I didn't realize he was on there. Or he must have just come on and... I told him, I said, we have to get together because I have a story I have to tell you. Oh, yeah, he'll love that. He'll get a kick out of that. Yeah, he'll get a kick out of that. And now, Fireside Chat with Savvy. Savvy! (laughs) Answer me this question. Maybe. What's the kindest act you've ever seen done? Either to or by you? Or another. Did I ever tell you about the the story that uh, the time I was at the YMCA in the in the changing room? No, I'm intrigued though. What is it all about? So you know, just had the shower and dried off. I'm getting dressed, and room just full of dudes. And 
this one guy starts saying, help, help, please, someone help me. And I'm looking around, and and there's this nice old man sitting down, completely naked, trying to pull up his underwear. And so, obviously, I think he hurt his back, maybe. Okay. And he's probably probably in his 80s. Mm-hmm. And this went on for a couple of minutes, and I looked around, and all the other guys in the changing room were like staring at the floor, you know, trying to pretend that they don't see him or hear him. Oh, and horrible. I couldn't. I just couldn't. I turned around and said, what can I help you with? And he said, please, can you pull my underwear up for me? Wow, really? So, oh, that and I, breaks my heart. So, Well, it does, but I had this feeling like, am I being set up? Right. So I looked at him. I said, are you serious? He said, yes, please. Could you help me? And I said, okay, if somebody's videotaping this, <laughs> if I see this show up online, <laughs> I was uh, I was just convinced that I was being set up. Right. But so I did. Yeah, I, it's a strange request. It is. It is. And, and uh, I, I helped the guy. And he was very, very thankful. And was he sitting down? You had to help him stand up, or I had to. I had to actually get his feet into his underwear and then pull up his underwear as he started to stand up. (laughs) (laughs) And you never found out what the problem was. Oh, he said he hurt his back. Oh, yeah. So I would have to say that is probably the nicest thing I've ever done and probably will ever do right, for no, anyone. <laughs> that is an amazing story. You're a heck of a nice guy, Savvy. Now, could you help me with my undies? You got them on, though. I was kind of hoping they could keep my ankles warm. 